Father, thank you that we can lift our requests up to you and, and know that you hear, know that you care, know that you will answer according to your word. Lord, help us to be a people of faith. Uh, we don't want to come to you doubting. We don't want to come to you disbelieving, but Lord, we want to believe that, that just like you say in your word, you are a man of your word and, and what you've promised we can trust you for. Lord, open our eyes to see the ways that we're in the way of, of, of the, the prayers that you want to answer. You want to make your word reality over our life, but uh, so many times we're guilty of getting the bit in our teeth, so to speak, and we want to go away that's right in our own eyes instead of humbling ourselves and submitting uh, ourselves to your word. So Lord, um, even in the process of endeavoring in prayer, Lord, would you just use that to teach us and to show us, to teach us how to pray, how to bring us inevitably to the biblical conclusions that we need to be trusting you for over our lives. Uh, Lord, thank you for hearing and answering our prayer. We give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, if you didn't get a handout, get your hand up. Do we, did we run out of handouts? Or we got some more? So, somebody in the back, do we have handouts? Uh, you'll kind of probably want it, okay? They're online. You can go to YouTube and you can get a digital copy of the handouts. But this is going to have the key passages uh, printed out for you. I don't have PowerPoint for this because you've just got three blanks. I think you can do it. Okay, when we approach prayer, sometimes here's the problem. We just waste our time praying for felt needs. Felt needs is your first blank. But I don't have a handout yet. How am I gonna fill in the blank? Uh, you just gotta look for it on the way in, I guess. I don't know what to tell you. Too often we just pray for felt needs. What do I mean by that? It's the prayers where you want something from God. Those are the bless me prayers, right? And we need to, we need to lift up our requests. We need to call on the Lord to bless us. But, but uh, we shouldn't just be praying for felt needs. And so what's the solution to have a more robust prayer life? Well, we need to consider the prayer manual, okay? We wanna pray the Bible, and that's the key to a vibrant Christianity. Uh, every, the, the scripture should be central to everything that we do as a people of God. We should sing the scriptures, we should, pray, we should read the scriptures, we ought to pray the scriptures, we ought to preach the scriptures, and we ought to see the reality of the scriptures and how we live our lives. And so I just wanna talk about praying like the Apostle Paul prayed for people, that's recorded for us in scripture. It's been, um, man, golly, probably over 10 years since we've looked at this and, and uh, we're way overdue for, there's so many topics that we need to keep in, in our frontal lobes and it's just not enough time to keep it all covered, but, but we need to learn how to pray uh, from the Apostle Paul. And so I wanna just, in these intervening weeks, I was gonna start up in Proverbs again, but I realized it's gonna be chopped up enough with the holidays, might as well wait till next year and this will fit and we needed to do this anyway. So prayer focus number one, we ought to be praying, giving thanks for one another. Uh, we talked about this in the introduction of 2 Timothy. Um, after Paul, in his letters, he introduces himself and, 
and uh, addresses the, the, uh, the recipient. Uh, he just keeps starting his letters the same way. Eight of his letters start very similarly, and so we just walked through them, and, and by way of review, we'll do this again tonight. Romans chapter one, verse eight, what does he say to the church at Rome? I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all. And then in this case, he's thankful for their testimony of faith, that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. The entire, I mean, the, all of the believing world knows, the, I mean, the lost world knows, you've got faith in Jesus. In Philippians chapter one, he says, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you always in every prayer of mine, making, in every prayer of mine for you all, making requests with joy for your fellowship in the God. He just starts listing out the requests that he has for them. But again, he's, he's very thankful for them, just like the church at Rome. In Colossians chapter one, we give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. And again, it's the same thing, man, thank you. I'm so grateful to God over your faith since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love which you have to all saints. The hope, right? We're thankful for the hope which is laid up in heaven. Where have you heard heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel? So thank you, Lord, for their faith, for their love, for the hope that they have in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And then you just see that pattern repeat. 1 Thessalonians chapter one, we give thanks to God always for you all, making mention of you in your prayers. And again, faith, love, hope. 2 Thessalonians one, we're bound to thank God always for you, brethren. That's proper, as it is meet. Again, he's thankful for their growing faith. Philemon, I thank my God, making mention of thee always in my prayers, hearing of thy love and faith. Thank you, God, for how you're at work in the lives, in the hearts and lives of your people. And then, of course, we examine this in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 3 and 5. He's thanking God for Timothy. I thank God, whom I serve from my forefathers with a pure conscience, that without ceasing, I have remembrance of thee in my prayers night and day. So he's, God, thank you for Timothy, and his request for him is, I just want to see him. I want to see him real bad. So that's the pattern that I want us to pay attention to tonight and this week uh, until we get back to the prayers of Paul. Could we just have a season as a local church where we just give thanks for one another, uh, give thanks to God for one another? Um, You ought to look to your right and to your left. Just look who's there. Okay, look forward. And look who's behind you. I mean, you're just surrounded by brothers and sisters in Christ. So the people that you're seeing, can you give thanks to God for them? Can you say thank you to the Father for putting these people in your life? Paul could. I mean, that was the bulk of Paul's prayers for other believers, is just giving God thanks for the exceeding precious value of the people that God had placed in his life. So that's the assignment, okay? I wanted to make sure, because I knew, we, again, now there's a lot more. It, you know, the, the reason I went ahead and, and did the broader prayer lists 
that are tied to this subject of thanks and prayer, okay? Is because there's a lot of prayer requests that we can make for people biblically based on how Paul prays, on how it's recorded in scripture, and so it's okay to skip ahead and cheat. And besides giving thanks for your brothers and sisters in Christ, there's a ton of marvelous ways to pray. I don't wanna get into that tonight, I just wanna focus on the giving of thanks over the people, and, and why? Why are you thankful? Okay, so obviously, we ought to be thankful for the faith of our brothers and sisters in Christ. We ought to be thankful for the love of Christ that's evident in their life and the hope that they have uh, in the gospel for salvation, right, and for the living out of that salvation to the glory of God, this hope that they have uh, in the gospel of Jesus. We ought to, we ought to focus on giving thanks uh, for one another. So who can you thank God for? That's the assignment tonight. Uh, again, I mentioned this in our Second Timothy series, but man, if nothing else, I mean, you ought to be encouraged by the fact that Paul, just one of the greatest prayers for God's people is 1 Corinthians chapter one. This 1 Corinthians chapter one is a letter of correction. I mean, it's, it's, like, it's like he's having to write this letter to straighten them out. They're just messed up on so many different fronts. And look at how he starts. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 4. I thank my God always on your behalf for the grace of God which is given you by Jesus Christ. I'm just so grateful that the grace of God is working in you. You're, not, you're, you're a project in the works. <laughs> and I'm grateful that in, that in everything you're enriched by him in all utterance and in all knowledge, even as the testimony of Christ was confirmed in you so that you, become, so that you come behind in no gift, waiting for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, who shall confirm you unto the end that you may be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, the whole letter is gonna be correction. You know, getting them straight doctrinally, getting them straight tactically. And it's like, man, I know for a fact that God's at work in your life. He's conforming you to the image of the Lord Jesus Christ. God is gonna get all the glory and praise at the judgment seat. I mean, he's just, look at how he finishes in verse nine. God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ our Lord. So, think about the people that God's placed in your life. Think about the people that are in your life, maybe at a distance, they're still part of this local church, but, or maybe, they're, maybe it's a believer somewhere else in the world, uh, but, but they're, maybe they're in your life at a distance, but this is somebody that Christ purchased with his blood and now you have relationship with them. I mean, we are rich, we are a blessed people. Even the people that God's got in your life that are really a hot mess right now. I mean, there's a lot that they need to be recovered from. What a blessing. These are the people that the grace of God is at work in their life, just like you, just like me, and we ought to give thanks for that. They're the people that God is growing and maturing. His grace is at work in their life, and you ought to thank God for that. You may have somebody that's a hot mess, but they're born again. God's placed them in your life. They're a hot mess today, but tomorrow they're gonna, they're gonna greatly matter for Christ. They're gonna greatly impact the kingdom of Christ. So stay invested in them. Keep praying for them. Stay thankful. And so here's the assignment. I got a two-page prayer manual that starts with thanksgiving. 
And what I want to do is I want us to break up into groups, and this is going to take a little while, um, but um, I think if we do it this way, it'll, it'll give us um, uh, plenty, plenty of, of, of um, work to do in prayer. It'll be good. Let's get in our groups and maybe, again, maybe one or two. If you want to, we've got about 15 minutes, okay? So give a short testimony of, of who God is, what God has done, or how God has answered prayer. Uh, something that where you see how God's working in your life and just try to think about how to do that in less than a minute, right? If you can do it in 30, sec- 30 seconds, that's even better. Has God, have you seen God work in your life? Have you seen him answer prayer? Have you seen some blessing uh, of and from the Lord that's evident in your life? Just tell that to the group and they're gonna thank God with you for that, okay? But then more than that, okay, you as a brother or sister in Christ, what can you thank God, right? How can you give thanks to the Lord over the people in this group, in your small group for prayer? Like what can you thank the Lord for? What you see, how he's at work in their life, over his grace in their life, over their testimony of faith, love, hope. Like how could you give thanks to the Lord can we do that? Now some of you are like, I gotta spend the next 15 minutes giving thanks for the people in my prayer group. I barely, okay, I get it. You may have to get up and move right now to another part of the room, okay? The rest of you, if somebody gets up and moves, don't take it personal. They're a jerk. But you know, just, hey, it's okay. It'll all, God's at work in their life too. Okay, so let's do that. Let's get in groups. And let's hear very briefly how God is working. Let's give thanks for that, but also thanks for how God's working in their life. Thanks for who they are in yours. All right, let's go, let's go to work. Let's pray.